Radio Primavera Sound, powered by SEAT. Welcome to the Weekly Review, the radio show where two grown parents and a gifted young trend detective analyse things that are happening in the pop cultural landscape to make sense of our wretched, wretched existence. Uh, today we bring you singer Karo Aki, who's putting the new into Poble Noel. Sorry, that was a bit forced, but I thought, <laughs> thought I'd try. Uh, we answer your questions about Primavera 2022 and bring you the best uh, undercard of the bill. Our album of the week is the surprisingly fragrant new release from Black Midi, and we have best new music from Ireland. But first, hi. <laughs> Right, that was just a tantalising snippet. We're going to play more later. But that was High, the debut, sing- debut single by Essex Turn Barcelona singer Carol Aki. And we are lucky enough to have her uh, with us in the studio today. Hello, Carol. Welcome to the Weekly Review. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. We've also got a baby in the studio, which is a great thing. So if you hear <laughs> baby sort of babbling, that, that, is, that is a baby in the studio, which is good. <laughs> Carol, so t- tell us a bit about about yourself. Uh, you're from Essex, right? Yeah, yeah. Born, born, raised in Essex. Um, I moved to Barcelona five years ago, actually because of uh, Sonar Festival. Got really excited and moved here. Um, and yeah, just been here doing, having fun um, ever since. So you just had a really good sonar and thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to move. Exactly. That's crazy. That's like the best advertisement for a festival. I had so much fun. Yeah. I stayed here to live here. Exactly. Best, best advertisement for another festival. That's all good. We love, we love uh, sonar as well. Uh, so, all right. So hi, your debut single. Do you think it sounds Barcelona? It. I was definitely inspired by the kind of vibe of Barcelona like the kind of relaxed slow beat um, buzz of the city Um, I take a lot of inspiration from UK artists um, but yeah I think it captures like quite a Barcelona sound it's quite summery I think in a way yeah for sure I wrote it last summer and, and it's also influenced by Essex, right? Because the press release says, and uh, you can't take the girl out of Essex. What does that mean exactly? Well, um, bringing, bringing Essex around the world. Um, and yeah, outside the song is something that also takes me back to my hometown. Like, like it says, um, something you can listen to. In the car, windows down, wind blowing through your hair, kind of thing, like kind of a romanticizing. Have you have you done that? Have you taken it out in a car? With the... I I actually haven't. Um, <laughs> I don't. I mean, not that many people drive in the city. <laughs> um, I'm, I I will do that though. Definitely, good idea. So the song is uh, apparently um, a dedication to the intoxication felt early on in relationships and the pitfalls that go along with it. Well, what do you mean by that exactly? Uh, well, I mean, being, being in love 
can be quite similar to being intoxicated. You have the moments where you lose your your mind a little bit, the the really the really good moments, the ecstatic moments, but there's also a downfall of it. So there's parts where you you feel intoxicated and you feel bad and you kind of don't don't want it anymore. Um and that's like the the kind of story of the song is is a journey of of love and high being intoxicated and that kind of thing. Did you write it thinking about someone in particular? Now it's maybe in gossipy, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah I did. I did. I had a an intoxicating romance did which, you send which them ended the song. Whoever it was about, I didn't. I, I wonder if they've heard it though. I wonder if they know it's about them. Oh my god! I wish someone did that about me. Maybe it's about me. <laughs> What do you, do you know each other? I introduced you earlier, but I, I didn't know that. Um, so you worked with um, the Colombian producer uh, Blen Ali. I hope I've pronounced that, mm -hmm. that right. How did how did that happen? So uh, my friend Steph, shout out to Steph. She's here. Shout out, Steph. And Lyra. Friend of the radio. Yeah. Um, she heard... I, so I made the... I wrote the track a while ago and I'd made it with a really, really basic beat on Garage Band. It wasn't very good, but I kind of had the, the track done. And Steph listened to it and kind of showed it to Blanali and was like, "We should, you should, you should work together. And yeah, he reproduced the whole thing remastered the track like did did everything from the beginning basically with my melody um so yeah thanks to Steph and I think he he said did he not that he was looking for a voice he didn't know what it was and but when he heard your voice that was it right yeah exactly I think he'd had a few projects that were starting but didn't come to anything um and we got into the studio and like it just worked we recorded the vocals in like two hours one one session um so yeah it was re it's a really good good partnership are you doing more we are we are um he's just sent me the next the next kind of vibe for the new track it's a bit more upbeat a bit of a garage oh nice yeah sticking with the the uk sounds um so that that's going to be fun Because this one's quite got a neo soul kind of sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of the music I listen to. Uh, you know, lo-fi, R&B kind of tunes. Um, but I love, I really love garage. I really love, I mean, loads of types of music. But yeah, it'd be good to have a bit more of a dancey track. <laughs> so you you were classically trained. Um, in violin, piano, as as a child, I'm always really interested in this. Does that like influence your music on some level, or do you just sort of like go against it? Yeah, it definitely has an influence. I mean, I'm really grateful for for everything that I learn. Um, but it is, it, you know, when I got to like 12 teenage years, I was like, no, I'm gonna pick up a guitar, um, taught myself guitar. But I wouldn't have been able to do that without having the classical training um and even now it does help with like you know finding melodies and things so yeah, it has an influence but also I did try and like shun it a little bit for sure is it is it a summer anthem is it a summer anthem 
Uh, I hope so. I think I think so. I mean, all my friends are like <laughs> playing it on repeat, so hopefully, hopefully it will be. It's got that. Yeah, I said before, it's got that sort of woozy summer. Yeah, summer feel. dreamy sun. You know, this one's got that nice golden light. Um, yeah, quite a summery tune. I wanted, if, if I may, to ask you like a couple of things. You've been in Barcelona for, for five years. And one, one of the things we're looking at in, in this programme is basically we're going to talk... Because people are talking about the festival coming next year and it's like two weekends and there's like days in between. And a lot of people are asking like, well, what, what should we do in Barcelona in between? You know, because people are going to come for like two weeks or something like that. And um, we've been like giving our recommendations, but I'm frankly old. So <laughs> like, what, what are your young and fashionable recommendations uh, for what to do uh, in, in Barcelona when you're um, here for the festival? Okay, find a friend that has a roof terrace. Is, is that friend you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although regulations, we, we can only have six people. But um, yeah, find, find a friend with a roof terrace. Uh, but there's also a lot of really nice events happening. Um, you know, DJs that were doing a lot of stuff before COVID are now starting to do small events um, around the city. So just keep an eye on like like little small DJs and stuff that you can go and have a nice nice little party to. There's lots of stuff happening still for sure. And what about um, the festival bill? Like, have you had a look at the Primavera Sound bill? What should people go and see? What, what are your... Yes, I mean, it's amazing. It's really, really good lineup. Um, really happy to see a lot of my favourites from the last few years come back. Um, also really excited to see a lot of women on the lineup, which is something great that Primavera does. Um, Georgia Smith is one of my main influences mm-hmm. i saw her the last time i'm really excited to see her again uh rina sawayama represent japan um so yeah that'll be really good so also shy girl amazing i, I love all, all the ones that you're seeing yeah. yeah and i can see your influences that you had from yeah. them in your in your song exactly every year there's always a huge amount of artists that I'm like, wow, these these people are people that I've always wanted to see, that it influenced my music a lot. Um so yes, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. Are you are you gonna do you reckon you might might do do a gig? Are gigs planned? Yeah, well, I mean this is my first single, but once I've got a little more of a catalogue, yeah, straight away I'll be getting as many gigs as possible. I think we should call out right now to Rena, get her to, to, to do a collaboration, right? Yes, let's give her a call. Can, <laughs> yeah. you, can you make that happen? Uh, Mark, can you make that happen? Yeah, I'll get into it now. <laughs> From Elton John to you. <laughs> but look, thank you so much for coming down. Um, you've got to go off and do do other things. Mm-hmm. But what I want to do, right, your, your, your debut single, Hi, out now on stream platforms. We played a bit of it earlier. Mm-hmm. Can you give us like a proper in, introduction? Okay, yeah, it's my first first time. Uh, this is Hi, my debut single. I'm Karo Aki, and I hope you enjoy it.
I keep on saying it like hi as in hello, but it, it, doesn't, <laughs> it, it doesn't mean that. It's H-I-G-H. Um, and thank you so much to her for uh, for coming in. Um, and do you know what? I, I said a baby in the studio. It was a, it was a toddler. It was really nice to have a toddler in the studio, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> do you want to bring my two children? They're, they're, they're yeah, one. is that an invitation for your own children? It was really nice, right? We should have more toddlers. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I presume you don't have any children. I've never asked to stray out, but you know. No, surprise, I do not. Okay, okay. Um, so, Ma, last last week we were coming to you live and we were talking about the, the Primavera Sound bill because basically people were talking about that a lot. And because I'm I'm sort of quite a boring person i like going online i'm boring and old this is what i'm saying I, I like going online and i like to see what people are saying about the festival and what people are asking about the festival okay and we did a bit of this last week didn't mm-hmm. we we kind of like answered people's uh people's questions about what to do and where, where to go and that kind of thing so this this week we're going to do a bit more of it so i i went on to reddit which is where a lot of conversation seems to be happening i said look we're doing um we're doing a radio show and we can answer your questions, uh, not ticketing. Oh, so you started like a thread on Reddit? I did, yes. Oh, that's not that boring person would do. That's a, a, cool, <laughs> <laughs> a cool person would do. Is that what cool people do? Wow. <laughs> well, you started a thread and people responded and... Hey, do you want to know how many karma points I've got? Yeah. I think uh, 41. Oh, look oh, at you. Yeah. Although, I, I tell you, the only the only slight problem is with all this is that I started the thread and what people wanted to ask, and I absolutely understand this, is a lot of people wanted to ask about tickets, which mm-hmm. uh, you need to talk to the official channels about, yeah. and uh, stage times, which we just 
don't know. Um, so uh, unfortunately, we can't give any uh, any advice on on that kind of thing. But um, I did want to. Uh, we we did get 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 some questions um, that we wanted uh, that that we can we can kind of answer. And also, I've been picking up various other questions. And as I said, you know, Ma, you 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 are Catalan. You you know about these kind of things. You gave us sort of our advice for knowing uh, Catalans, and we're we're going to be um, <laughs> digging into uh, your kind of advice now. The key thing I wanted um, to talk about, to, to get advice from you, because I probably need it as well, oh. etiquette. Somebody posed the question, what are etiquette tips for first-timers? And it got me thinking, yeah, what are those things that, like, in Barcelona, at a festival, but in general, that are very, very different that you can and can't do? What do you, what do you, what do you think? Well, the thing is, I haven't been to a festival outside of Spain, so I don't know if there's something that's super different. Ah, yes, I had friends that told me. Well, but that was before COVID, so maybe it changed. But apparently in like other places in Europe, people are very respectful when it comes to crowds <laughs> and stuff, and, and they do not touch each other, and they have lots of space. But bear in mind, here in Spain, we, <laughs> we don't have that kind of... Um, well, may- yeah, maybe after COVID we will have this kind of respect because we will be very aware that death is upon us. <laughs> and, and then, wow, bring the party. <laughs> woo. Um, but but before, at least, it was when people wanted to see like a gig, they would just smash against each other to be as close as possible. They would not respect the person's space in front of them or... well. Uh, it's not like they're hugging you, but they're very close. Like people in Spain, in Catalonia, a lot more touchy feely yeah. than than in many many parts of the world. Like um, again, it remains to be seen what what what's happening post COVID. But you know, obviously, there's things like you know kissing people to to say hello, even you know people mm-hmm. you, you've only only just met. And yeah, it's true at gigs, people do get close and they do kind of walk through the crowd. And there is, I would say, less respect for personal space and. It's not because they're rude. It's just because that's that's the way that's they are. That's how we do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe I. Yeah. I guess if I was from I don't know another place in Europe and I came here and there there was the typical person that's trying to get in front of like in the first line and it's like pushing everyone. Sorry. 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 Uh, for me, it wouldn't be a surprise. It would be like the typical person that wants to go in front. But to someone who's not used to it, maybe it's like, what is this person doing? He's pushing me just to go in front. But that will happen. <laughs> so but I don't know if it's just a Spanish thing or, or not. But, yep. Another thing I've really noticed is that um, things here are a lot easier to deal with if you kind of smile. Like, if you... If somebody does something you 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 don't like, or you want to try and persuade someone to do do something, um, obviously in in certain cases where that's acceptable, you know, that's smiling really really works. Don't sort of get angry and immediately, but just kind of like put on a smile and try to convince them, right? Yeah, yeah, because I yeah I don't know maybe it's not that we don't have manners, but <laughs> <laughs> how do I put it nicely? It's not, I don't know. I I know British people are very like manner focused and apologize a lot and here is like you can do something that's quite oh, quite n- not in a good manner but if if you're nice about it you people are not going to say anything i think 
I don't know. I don't remember socialization anymore. <laughs> it's been a long time, hasn't it? But I don't think it will change. I don't think it will. And also, people talk a lot during gigs. Um, a lot yeah. more than, than in other places. Because, right, okay, I'm going to go for, like, cliche central, but it is true. Like, people in Spain, people in Catalonia talk a mm-hmm. lot in general. Like, some of the... And if, if they're shouting at each other in what might sound like a screaming to death argument, it isn't. They're just sort of having, having yeah. a discussion. It's unbelievable. Do I, I do that as well. I'm just realizing because I never thought about it that people do talk there. I, I feel like I have to... If I am with a friend, I have to talk about what we're seeing because otherwise it feels like we're watching a movie in the theater or something and it's like no 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 we're watching this live we have to talk about oh what i don't know maybe the singer did something really cool now we have to talk about it i don't know why we do that but i don't it feels like if otherwise otherwise it would be kind of awkward but maybe it's just not respecting the singer's performance i don't know no, I know what you mean. Like it's kind of like you're with someone and you kind of want to say something to them because otherwise it's like, well, what are you doing there together? Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I, I suppose the thing I would say is for for etiquette is like, um, this is what happens here, and you know, you're you're like people who come from from abroad are really really welcome in Barcelona. I mean, you get like uh, uh, the odd you know people who's like fed up with tourists and that mm-hmm. kind of thing but generally people are really really welcome the only thing i would say is like you know if people are talking during a gig and particularly if they're talking catalan or whatever you know don't don't get angry that's just what they do would someone get angry yes oh oh yeah okay so if you're trying to listen to the music <laughs> yeah yeah the that, music. that's the <laughs> three years to see people might be slightly annoyed. yeah Another another thing that somebody asked, um, and I think this is very interesting, and this is where you come into your absolute you, your best, I reckon. Tips for places to visit in between the weekends. Where would you go? I, I when I read the question, I was like, yes, it's such a good idea because if you stay like the whole thing, like the two weeks, you have lots of time to see other stuff and other than Barcelona. Than Barcelona it's it's there's lots of other beautiful places in. In Catalonia, like you don't have to go outside Catalonia. Like you can go to Valencia, uh, and it's very beautiful as well. But if you just take a thirty-minute train and go to the beach up north, um, Costa Brava, or I mean, if you just go to another city like Girona, uh, it's very. Be- I don't know. I, I I think I would really enjoy it if I was not from here. Like I'm I'm used to having it close. But if if I was like touristing and stuff, uh, it's really beautiful and. And especially in summer. So Girona and the beaches up north, a particular yeah. one? Like, is well, everybody goes to Cadaqués because it's... Cadaqués. It, yeah, but because it's Cadaqués. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's other villages next to it that are just as beautiful and not as crowded. So if you just take the car or a train and get off at any close city city or town next to it you will have the same vibe and not as much people i've got to stick up for the beaches south of barcelona because that's where my family in law lives like they they, they live in they live in Sitges. Oh, yeah. um so it's kind of like south is like maybe more international more kind of sandy beaches north mm-hmm. is maybe more yeah. local more rocky beaches yeah is that- yeah, but South is super underrated because it's super beautiful and not as well. Maybe it's underrated with within Catalan people, but um, 
I, I, Tarragona as well has beautiful beaches and, and nobody cares about them here. <laughs> like you, you should go there if you don't want crowded beaches because we all go up north and, and it's just because it's supposed to be cooler, but it's just as beautiful. I've heard, and I've never been, El Prat has a very nice beach and no one goes. You get loads of airplanes uh, fly, uh, going over the top, but if you don't mind that... Well, if you, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, if mind, you don't plane, mind an airplane shaving your head, basically, I've been there. The, the airplanes okay, come right. so close. It's it's crazy. Well, if you want to experience like an out-of-body <laughs> thing that you you think an airplane is going to fall on you, then it is a beautiful beach, but a plane might just run over you. Be like Donnie Darko. <laughs> uh, honestly, the look in your f- on your face, I think, says it all. It's a shame that it's not on video. All right, okay, here's, here's another question we got. Now, we, I, it's basically it's about the concerts from the 5th fifth, fifth to the 8th, like the ones in between the festival. And is it saying, are they hard to get into? Is it worth going? Are the Royals super crowded and full immediately? And the thing we have to say is they've never done this, like, full, full, full week of gigs um, in between. So we can't really answer that very well but what i would say is that there's so many things right and there's so many venues i reckon you'll be able to you'll be able to get into things but i I kind of have the same question because um other years i think they did like primavera a la ciudad yes but it was it was so much smaller and it was much of i don't know if it was a local thing but i feel like not as many people knew about it or i don't know people were not talking as much about it so the venues were not were never super crowded but this year i think everything will be crowded because we're all so eager and it's a year from now and we're already talking about it so much people will be so 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 excited so Maybe they do have a point, and also everything is so good, like the gigs that are like in between weekends. And and I know Charlie XCX is gonna put on a full on party with all the hyper pop mega stars. And I, I know I want to be there, but I know everyone wants to be there. So I don't know. There it will be like a Hunger Games kind of thing, like <laughs> the one the one that's lo- last. Um, sorry. I, I feel like, yeah, it will be. But doesn't that mean that because there's so many good things, that other things will be will be kind of open or free? Or you yeah. To, that's, that's my hope anyway. Yeah, I, I, I guess that if there's a day that there's a big star, like maybe Georgia playing or Megan and another smaller artist playing, obviously the smaller artist will have less of a crowd. But still, I feel like, it, it will be different next year, like not like Primavera La Ciudad. Well, here's a question. Looking at the venues they're doing it, like Jamboree and Sidecar and things like that, where do you think people should go? Just for the venues? Mm, I've, I've, just for the venues? Just go for the artists? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. But like, oh, right, no okay. um, this is a leading question because basically I'm going to say Jamboree because it's absolutely <laughs> lovely. Jamboree is this like central jazz jazz club in Barcelona, Plaza Real, which is like centre, centre, centre. It's got like hundreds, well, yeah, more than 100 years of history. Classic jazz artists have played there. It's absolutely gorgeous. Have you been there? I, I don't know if I'm mistaking it. I, I used to work... Um, in Plaza Royale, so I I've been there so many times. I don't know if I'm mistaking the 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 place for another. Like it doesn't make sense that I haven't been there. But I thought they closed during the pandemic. Like they closed for real. Maybe I'm. No, they're doing. They're definitely doing gigs there. Okay, definitely good for them because yeah. that would be a shame. It is a very. 
historic place, venue in Barcelona. Somebody else has asked, should I rent a car? No. 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 No, there's no need for that, is there? Uh, Public transport's really good. Yeah, I would kill myself if I had <laughs> <laughs> if I had to go by car in Barcelona. It's horrible. I wouldn't recommend. Well, if you if you want to go a weekend, not a weekend because the weekend is when they're playing, but a, a days in between um, to somewhere outside Barcelona, maybe rent a car, but just for that day, not inside the city. It doesn't make sense because we have all this public transportation that it's not as difficult to understand and to it's it's everyone everything's connected yeah i mean the place we've been talking about, like girona is like uh, an hour and a bit on the train trains going yeah. all the time trains are cheap yeah. it's like why you know why would you put a seat chairs 40 minutes on the train mm-hmm. it's really really yeah. really quite simple okay so we are going to um very briefly uh we we also asked johan who is uh, away in madrid at, at the moment we asked him for his tips for the lineup the sort of the smaller acts that he's he wants to see and uh he produced us this section you're listening you're listening to, to radio but when the sun set, it's to bless another day uh, uh, uh. Did I dream about you? Time now for a section where we focus on some of the newer artists who'll be playing at Primavera Sound 2022 for the first time, beginning with Sri Lankan Swiss R&B singer Priya Raghu. We were young, we were reckless Champagne toast on us for breakfast We were gods, we were restless And we both knew that Born Tamil, her parents were forced to flee Sri Lanka due to the civil war in the 80s and settled in Switzerland. Being the only Tamil girl in her school, along with her parents' strict education, she was a bit of a loner growing up, which meant music was a strong consoling force during those years. Her family was actually quite musically inclined, organizing jam sessions at the house with her brothers and friends, singing music from Tamil movies, also known as Hollywood films. But her parents made her study and get a job away from music. In time, she was able to balance a professional career as a technical purchaser for aircraft parts uh, with singing at open mic nights. In 2017, she decided to pack in her stable office job and use her savings to move to New York for six months, where she actually kept making music with her brother, Jaffna Gold, over Skype and spent a lot of time in her bedroom meditating and finding herself. While the few releases available so far indicate a modern R&B sound, it's the light touches of South Indian music that set her apart from the rest. The previous track we were listening to has been already remixed by Joe Goddard from Hot Chip, Little Dragon and Honey Dijon. That song is called Good Love, um, which is not a bad start for a career. While we eagerly await their debut album to come out, her debut album to come out sometime this year, we can't get enough of her song Chicken Lemon Rice. (laughs) 
Bringing the contemporary flavor of modern soulful reggaeton, we have Kazu, hailing from the province of Jujuy in Argentina. The young rapper, whose real name is Julieta Kazucelli, started out in music playing cumbia and rock, which served as a good way to start finding her voice. But it was thanks to her more reggaeton-orientated sound and collaborations with artists like Duki, who will also be playing Primavera next year, by the way, that she broadened her audience and her career really took off. On her debut album, Maldades, she balanced reggaeton, trap and extra sensual R&B. The re-release of her track Loca included guest collaboration from none other than Bad Bunny, whom she supported on the Mexican leg of his Por Siempre tour in front of 22,000 people. She's said in the past that some of her main musical influences are Jeremiah, Daddy Yankee, Ivy Queen or Arcángel. But she also had a strong Avril Lavigne phase when she was still in high school, although you'd barely know from listening to her music. After selling out shows in most of the major venues in Argentina, she's gone on to tour around Chile, Mexico, Spain and Italy, as well as playing all the major South American festivals. Her listens on streaming platforms are close to the 9 million monthly streams, which is considerable heft, proving her dominance in the musical landscape. Having featured in most of the leading music magazines and platforms such as Rolling Stone, GQ, Vice or Remezcla, she's been hailed as the Jefa del Trap, which translates as the Trap Girl Boss. Offering a distinct personal touch by fusing Kuduro, Batida and Tarashina to create a polyrhythmic type of dance music, we have Cape Verdean Portuguese artist Nidia. After uploading her first tracks on SoundCloud and generating buzz amongst the savvy tastemakers, she signed to the ever-so-excellent Principe Discos label, where she's been crafting a special energy with her body of work that has led her to co-produce with artists like Karen Dreyer's Fever Ray, remix tracks by Elsa Suarez, Yeji and Kelela, and release her music as well on Warp and Melbourne's Brother Sister Records. Oh. 
After living in Bordeaux, France, for a few years, she released her full-length debut album in 2017 with the awesome title of Nidia Emma, Nidia Efudida, which translates as Nidia is bad, Nidia is dope, with a range of tunes full of mind-bending complexity. Listening back to it feels like one is using Google Maps to zone in on global hotspots for Afro-Lusophone street genres, bouncing back and forth with the ease of a rubber band being pulled by invisible, benevolent forces of joy. Relocating back to Lisbon, she built her own studio in her childhood home from watching YouTube tutorials and last year released her second album for Principe titled Now Fales na, eh, Nela Que Amentes, which roughly translates as Don't Talk About That Which I Care About, with more spacious arrangements and shuddering 808-style bass blasts than on her debut. This is Nidia. You're listening, You're listening to, to Radio Madrid Thank you, Johan, for those tips. And we're going to give you a few of our own uh, recommendations very briefly, because I know a lot of people coming to Primavera Sound like to listen to some local acts or at least get an idea of what mm-hmm. local music is doing. Um, so we'll just run down a few more. Who would you recommend local-wise? I... It's very difficult because the lineup, you can imagine with a huge lineup, there's lots of artists that, that touch on very different genres and then that are Spanish or local or however you want to call it. And so it's difficult for me to just say a few, but my favorites are definitely Sen Senra. I already saw him live. He's so good. Um, he's like dreamy. I don't know how to explain his sound. You just listen to him. He just put out a new album. But he's dreamy. He he himself he is dreamy and he knows it and his music is just like him um and there's like a a huge like the f- to me the the most fun ones will be like definitely seeing Badial, singing Lathoe, um Albanian is also super good and is within this kind of i don't know how would i would call it like trap influenced music Urban, or however they want to call it, um, Young Beef as well, KDK in La Mafia del Amor, which is coming back. Um, all these are super good, and you will have lots of fun. And if you want to go more like indie, chill, I don't know how would you call it, their music, you have Amaya, who is very good as well. She's an amazing um, singer. Um, Renaldo y Clara is kind of poppy. And in Catalan, which is um, cool. And Tartarralena is super fun because they're like kind of um, monastery um, kind of music. I don't, how how do you call it in English? A cappella music? Yeah, but not... But, a, but sort of old... Monastery like, music is a great description. <laughs> I don't know like exactly medieval what. sound music, but they're just two girls um, 
just my age, so 25 or 26, and they just sing in this kind of medieval style. I don't know how to describe it. They're amazing. Um, yeah, and much more. There's lots of to discover. And then you can go back to wherever you're from and be like, yeah, I know this Spanish in <laughs> local group. I saw them live this year. And you can be very annoying <laughs> with your friends. I think, because that's a pretty cool thing to say, isn't it? Yeah, I went to Primera Sound. I can't, yeah, you know, like, uh, yeah, like, Tyler the Creator was all right, but you know who I really loved? <laughs> Tata, Tata Diana. So there. Yeah, that, that would be amazing. You would be definitely the most annoying person in the friend group, but that's an accomplishment as well. Oh, definitely. I I would have done that, I think. I, <laughs> yeah, I definitely would have done both that. Both of us would. If we were to go to Norway or something, we would be like, yeah, I discovered this Norwegian band. You would not know about it. You would not get it. It's this medieval sound. <laughs> yeah, just don't listen to him. You're not, you're not cool. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to recommend a few things. Rombo, who play like garage mm-hmm. pop, really fun. I was meant to be going to see them play tomorrow night, and unfortunately they, they have cancelled Mainline Magic Orchestra to do live house music um, with a, on quite a show. Uh, Nuria Graham, who's actually on the Primavera label, really good, like, uh, indie. She's amazing. She is, yeah. yeah. Um, Bicoco, who we had as mm-hmm. a guest, as yeah. a guest um, a while ago, who kind of new R&B kind of thing. Yes, Solange kind of music, yep. And uh, Ikram Bulam, who a lot of people are getting um, very excited about. She just launched uh, her WEP, which is called... Ha BB5. I'm not quite sure how that's meant to be um how that's meant to be pronounced. But she's got this really um sort of unique uh sound which kind of mixes like electronic sounds and, and kind of North African sounds. Um and uh she sings in, in her maternal language, which is uh, Amazigh which uh, is a language from north of, of Morocco. It's really hard to describe, but it's really good. And we'll, we'll play you just a little uh, snippet of that now. Krambulam, that's one of my one of my tips. I did not know her, and I feel very uncool right now because I I want to be a, a fan of her. She seems amazing, and I love this song. I will listen to her when I go back home. She was in the studio yesterday. Funny, funny you've been here. Then yeah, there was an interview with her on uh, New Day Rising. Oh, cool. I will listen to the interview and then I will be a full-on fan. Like, I have listened to your interviews, I have listened to your album, I have listened... <laughs> and then I will, see, I will see her live, so... What I like about it is it, it sort of... It doesn't sound entirely like anything else, you know? No. Like, you can sort of pick up references, but, like... I was actually trying to think, I was like, what does this sound like? And like, I can't really think of anything, which is um, fabulous. Yep. And another band who don't really sound like anything, Clang, there's my link, uh, Black Midi, <laughs> who released their new album, Cavalcade, uh, this week, well, l- l- last Friday it was, um, and they are playing the festival. Mark, what did you, what did you think? Have we finally cracked you? 
you go first. <laughs> I go first. All right. Okay, I'll go first. So, Blank Midi um, are th- this band who just like have so many different uh, influences, right? They, they squash like loads of different things like frantic rock and jazz and, and uh, math rock and noise and punk and mm. post-punk and all that kind of thing. Um, and I saw them live in Barcelona like a couple of years ago and they were fantastic, absolutely incredible live. Um, and their debut studio album, Schlagenheim, I enjoyed, but I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't listen to it that much because it was really hard to find a place in, in which to listen to it. It was really like quite extreme and didn't really fit necessarily into into your everyday life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think on the new album, they've done what exactly uh, a band on the second album should do. Like the bits that are weird are weirder and the bits that are kind of smooth are, are smoother. Like it's uh, it's kind of, there's like, bizarrely catchy beats like the song Marlene Dietrich is like croony and jazzy and it, it took a like a sort of Scott walker and it took a little time for me to get into it but then I really uh, really really liked it so I was I enjoyed this a lot more than I expected okay. and you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I don't want to say it but the thing is the the influences they have that the, the you said like rock punk um, jazz that's the least I know, like these genres are on, I, I'm super uncultured about them. So when I listen to two albums that are mainly have these influences, it's difficult for me to get what they're referencing or to understand the sound and, and enjoy it completely. And that's how I explain that I didn't enjoy you can say you can say they're, they're a very popular band. They've got lots of fans. I li- I liked it. Yeah. You can say it if you didn't if you didn't enjoy. I them. didn't enjoy them. Okay. I I love them. Um, physically, I, I I looked at them on on Google Images, and I love that they look like uh, the cast of an MTV show, like Misfits or something. They look super cool. I want to be their friend, but um, I will have to get back on the music <laughs> and see and see if I can develop the taste. To, to fully enjoy one thing I really loved is is um, the uh, the final song Ascending Forth mm-hmm. uh, has the most incredible ending it's like a film almost in a way you know they, they build up to this massive crescendo which I wasn't expecting at all and it's almost cheesy but it's not because they do it in such a very very um, strange way w- would you li- would you listen to it again or is it just like no this has no space in my no, I, I, I. Why do I feel bad? Like you shouldn't. No, no, I feel, feel super bad. bad. But the I maybe not the full album. I liked um, the first song that because it has like I thought my music stopped. Maybe my music stopped. Does it have like silences in the uh, first yeah, few? Yeah. Okay. I was like maybe maybe it was my own my own AirPods that didn't work, but. I, I like this kind of oh I didn't expect that so uh, the music is uh, hasn't stopped it's just that they did that as a creative um, thing um, I don't quite remember the last song. <laughs> well, should, should, should we hear what Johan has to say? Yeah. All right. R-P-S. Black Meaty really are a band that keep you on your toes. When I hear their name, usually a complicated sonic concoction of math rock, kraut, post-punk, dirge, no-wave, angular guitars, prog, and a trifle pudding come to mind. 
And the album starts that way, but then comes the second track, and you suspect your playlist is in shuffle mode and a divine comedy song crept in. But it's just them, unafraid to put in a slow bossa nova tempoed number in there to make this album sound like you're listening to a midday show on NTS. By the time the third track, Chondromalicia uh, Patella, kicks in, we're listening to a free jazz version of Wild Beasts, which then evolves into a festive frenzy that takes you somewhere in a Balkan village summer festivity. Hmm. The free jazzy drumming continues on slow, so you're still in that vibe of focusing on what the band are prep, uh, preparing you for in the next few minutes, because you never know what to expect within the same song. This album is not background music, right? The, uh, as musicians, they command attention. This record must be amazing to drive a 40-minute distance with. The arrangements are ambitious and superbly executed. They should be making plans to release an album with Kamashi, Kamasi Washington, for instance. They'd make such a wonderful match. Diamond Stuff is the breather. It's the one we're listening to in the background right now. The moment for you to sit back and catch your breath while you look up at the, at the stars, the ceiling, the leaves and the trees swaying in the breeze, the seagulls gliding above the Mediterranean. I could go on, but so far, this is a contender for one of the albums of the year. And I have spoken. My name is Johan Wald. This is my album of the century. Well, that was Johan Wald, uh, not a man prone to exaggeration, <laughs> proclaiming Cavalcade the album of the century. century. So we, we've got to go. It's been it's been it's been wonderful. We've got loads of things uh packed in um uh, hopefully you enjoyed the tips uh, about primo sound let us listen hope you enjoyed cow and and everything and we are going to finish today with an introduction to some of the very best music from ireland mark we'll see you next week see you next week Welcome to our special programmettes in which we at Radio Primavera Sound put the focus on the best new music from one particular country each time in collaboration with our friends at Primavera Pro. Today we take a look at some of the young talent coming out of Ireland recently. The island has been known for spawning a few global dominating and stadium filling acts as well as cult bands that have made other people pick up instruments and take a shot at the big time. So it's no surprise that the stream of interesting artists continues to flow gracefully over the years. Historically, a lot of Irish music is rooted in a type of folk that forms the basis of much early American country music. Which explains why young Dubliner Seamat, uh, which is an abbreviation of her real name, Chiara Mary Elise Thompson, sounds so assured, making the kind of pop that isn't afraid to bust out the banjo on songs like I Wanna Be a Cowboy. 
Like a goddaughter of Olivia Newton-John, who listens to a lot of Dolly Parton and Loretta Lynn with her breakfast cereal, C-Matt crafts instantly memorable pop melodies that are ideal for daytime radio. She herself has acknowledged her talent for writing hooks, arrangements and structure for songs, and with her own solo material we've heard so far, we can guarantee she has a natural knack for songwriting. Take a song like Another Day, KFC, uh, which she wrote after getting dumped and her credit card being denied at the infamous chicken shop, um, which led to her suffering a mental breakdown. I feel feel awful. Um, According to her, humour is the best way to tackle serious personal issues and turning events like these into songs has proven to be her best form of therapy. While folk pop is common in the Irish music scene, the world may not be accustomed to thinking of modern R&B fused with hip-hop coming out of Limerick. But that's about to change thanks to Zambian Irish rapper, singer, poet, grime and hip-hop artist Denise Chayla. 2020 saw her become the highest ranking Irish woman in the country's charts with lyrics that challenge both misogyny and rap and celebrate the Irish hip-hop identity. Before ascending as a solo star, she'd featured uh, on Limit Trio Rusangano Family's album Let the Dead Bury the Dead, before releasing her two-track EP in 2019. Not turning her back completely on her adopted homeland's heritage, she even recorded a duet with the legendary Clanad, where Enya got her start with her siblings before going solo, earning millions and living in a castle. Another style that artists like Damien Rice and the Phrase have put Ireland on the map for is the very melancholy and confessional type of ballads that keep many lonely souls company within the walls of their bedrooms. 
Luce is her generation's torch carrier for the type of sweeping songs that help mend heartbreak by acknowledging the desolation and turning it into something hopeful. Luce, whose last name is Corrigan, first caught attention earlier this year via a cover of Dean Lewis's Lose My Mind that captivated listeners and the musician himself, who later invited Luce to support him in Dublin. Apparently, it's not the first cover she posted on her social media. She'd posted hundreds secretly from her bedroom over the years, with her identity always remaining anonymous. By the age of 16, she decided to slowly lift the veil of secrecy. It was only then that she told her parents she was a musician. According to the website The Music Mermaid, loose battles an ache we've all felt before. Oh, I know I have. The ache for love's run around, its very nature of laying in wait and zigzagging away for us. I feel you. Any of her songs would fit the kind of movie soundtrack where lovers deal with the pain of missing each other while rain falls outside the windows and characters are boarding airplanes in slow motion while others stare into the abyss, yearning like sad puppies. I'm hating no way that you scheming, I'm next My dick and your woman, she love what she get She's like a pair, but at least you go next Cause the only thing she can give me is neck I ain't afraid to be mad to be checked Perfection for money, that's all I respect I need a bag and a bag and a jet And a few of my brothers to jump on a set I'm hating no way that you scheming, I'm next My dick and your woman, she love 21-year-old Jordan Wilson, who makes music under the name Runoff Broke, started writing music at the tender age of 11 and by 13 was playing gigs and signed to underground label Micah Blaze Records. He worked with many Irish groups before making his way to Germany to work with Citizen Soldier Entertainment. He's done gigs in the US and toured Germany, supporting artists like Infidelix alongside Babka. After two years in Berlin, uh, Jordan returned to Ireland in 2019 and has since been working on new music, gigging and building his team. His 2020 releases saw him featured in major major outlets such as Hot Press, Nyler 9, Golden Peace and Earmilk as well as official Spotify editorial playlists. Runoff Broke also performed at Ireland Music Week. I wish you could only tell me how it feels Just leading no room to leave my bag ain't any meals While Dublin may not yet be competing with Atlanta as a hotbed for trap artists, Runoff Broke is beginning to stand out as the genre's ambassador among the cobbled streets, unafraid to broaden his range. Like on the track, we can hear below. You keep on doing this to me, baby, what's the deal? I wish I knew, girl, I just want you to love you real. I'ma go, let me get the press socks on. I don't know if you get a book or a song. Playing all night like a breakfast. You sit playing when you fight, cause I'm my mess. I sit me down from the pot, then we make up. You was getting mad, cause the stuff people made up. I'm sitting up all night talking about stress. Up in the morning, wait, fight. You're listening, You're listening to, to Radio Primavera Sound. RPS. RPS. 